If you're ready for freedom from the grind, then passive income from real estate investing is the best way to get you there. If you don't know where to start or what to do next, then the Rent Roll Radio Show is the best place to get you there. Join us while we discuss the best practices, strategies, and mindset you'll need and give you actionable content to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Hey, Rent Roll Radio listeners, welcome back to the show. As always, I'm your host, Sterling Chapman. We're here today with Brian Lubin from, are you in, are you in Brazil? Yep. I'm in Brazil. I'm in an island in South Brazil called Florinopolis. So the city nice. is Floripa. Yeah, man, we're, we're coast to coast. So Brian recently retired from his corporate career to go uh, travel the world and and work remote. Uh, we are connected through GoBundance, and I've just been every every single time I open up my phone, I see Brian on there with just interviewing rock stars, just doing rock star shit. So I, I reached out to him. I was like, "Man, can, would you be on my show?" He's like, "Dude, I was about to call you." And so <laughs> the last few times we tried to connect, he was in a hostel in Europe or something and couldn't get internet. So this is, this is, I think our, our, our third attempt at uh, connecting. So super excited to have him on. Brian, do third you time's want, the charm. <laughs> do you want to uh, kick it off by telling your story, tell our listeners kind of what you, what you were doing before, how you got into what you're doing now? Sure. So um, if you guys will sit tight, it'll take about 20 to 40 minutes. We'll start with my early childhood and go through there. Nah, uh, let's I've got I do a lot of podcasts. I've got to show myself. So I do five episodes a week. So we will get through to it really quick, ladies and gentlemen, so we can get into pure driven value for all of you to apply in your lives and businesses. But me, um, in a nutshell, what I did was I graduated college marketing degree, no idea what I wanted to do. I uh, went into sales because why not? And I joined a Fortune 500 company um, in their sales organization, worked my way up to the top, made it to the top of the company. I was number eight out of 5,079 sales reps in my position. And so won all the awards, got all the trophies, uh, made it to the mountaintop, realized it was the wrong mountain that I was climbing, you know. And so all of us have those points in our lives and points in our careers when we make it and we achieve what's called mastery. And then we're like, "Ooh, is this what I wanted to master? Is this the right thing? So anyways, made it to the top of the mountain. Um, I had the nice apartment, the nice cars. I was making over $200,000 in my early to mid twenties. And I realized that uh, that job was just not fulfilling whatsoever. And there was nothing left for me to do. I always tell people uh, when it's time to leave your W2, the way that you know that, and a good rule of thumb that you can use is by looking at your boss's boss. If your boss's boss is someone that you wanna be, then that's going to be your project trajectory for the next three to five years. And so you can, if that is somebody that you want to be and you admire and envy their lives, stick with what you're doing. But most of the time, nine times out of 10, that is not the case. And for me, my VP was a 36 year old balding dude with two kids that he wasn't seeing that were back home while he was traveling and just doing PowerPoints. So I said, let me get out of here. Started buying real estate. Uh, don't have that, don't have too sexy of a portfolio, but it got the job done and it got me enough to where my baseline expenses were covered. So that was what was called like lean financial independence. I uh, started up a podcast, accidentally built an entire business around that. And uh, then I quit my job last March, hopped on a one-way flight, July 6th, uh, went to Greece, been all around Europe, been traveling full-time for five months, doing what I want, when I want with who I want. And now I help people do the same thing. So there you go. Awesome. 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 So 
I guess first question is what kind of real estate you buy? Single family, just house hacks. House hacks, basically co-living was my thing. Okay. So you, how did you buy them? Just owner occupied, owner occupied type loan, low money down, bought a large house, rented out all the rooms, moved on, bought a different one and continued. Bingo. Yeah, I wish I can make it sexier for you guys to make it seem like it was way more out of uh, out of reach for you. But that is literally what I did. And that provided me enough cash flow. So when you rent by the room and you do the house hacking method, it does two things, right? It scratches two itches. First itch is it removes your expenses and reduces your expenses almost down to nothing. So the top three expenses that most Americans have is they have their housing, their car payment, and um, their student loans or insurance. And so for me, I was like, okay, I don't really have a housing payment because I'm already cash flowing in my properties while I live there. I don't have a car payment because I bought it in cash. And then for the rest, like I paid off my student loans by creating a DJ company in college. So I was like, I can live a pretty freaking awesome life even for three or four grand a month. And then so that was the cash flow is 3,200 off of four units, which once again, co-living, it's going to be a little bit higher because it's rent by the room. And so that's what I did. And that's what initially got me through that first phase of like that financial foundation to where I always say that it's like you're a plane taking off from the runway. And as soon as you start getting momentum, you get airborne and you go through that first layer of clouds and you get all that turbulence and friction. And then once you make it over those clouds and you can see everything over the clouds, that's when you start making really cool decisions. And then that's where you get into games of scale and compounding. So that's what I did and was able to achieve pretty early on. I'm 27 right now. And now it's uh, the games that we're playing are really freaking fun. And it's it's cool. So, so what? how do you help others achieve financial freedom now? I mean, I'm assuming you, or do you teach them? How, I mean, what, when you say that, how, how do you go about helping others? Do you... Do you do you have some different model that you've evolved now into some kind of raising capital to invest together into larger projects? Or do you have like a coaching program where you teach people how to do the how tech? What's the evolution of that of that story? So right now I've got my podcast, the Action Academy podcast. I do five episodes a week for a year now. I don't miss. That's the one thing that I do. And uh, that's I created the show last October. Um, that was just something I wanted to do just out, out of passion. It's just a passion project. And what it turned into after a while was it turned into a full-blown business because as I was doing the show, um, I was just starting with quality content from the beginning, interviewing people, like you said before in the intro, that were just absolute killers and studs and asking them the questions that people really wanted to hear. So what, what ended up happening is the audience that was grown from that, like knew, liked, and trusted me. And they were a freaking awesome audience. So whenever I would present an offer, you know, GoBundance included, and then also had like a coach that I was using that we use as an affiliate, people were just signing up for the services from my show without me even like knowing about it. And what that ended up happening, what ended up happening from that was, you know, uh, the organizations reached out and they said, hey, like, let's come up with an affiliate partnership here. I said, absolutely. And then that ended up being anywhere between like six to $12,000 a month on top of my cash flow. And then, so then I turned my car out and I'm like, holy crap, now I've got like 15 grand coming in a month. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to be doing this anymore. So the podcast uh, is what I did for free. Um, then I started up a newsletter and now I'm doing, uh, I'm starting to do a course in community. It's not going to be, it's not ready yet. 
but I am, that's why I'm here in this house is I'm recording content for the next two weeks for the course. And it's going to be a step-by-step process on how you exit your corporate job and then get enough passive income so that you can create passionate income. So that's my whole gig. And that's my whole shtick is I think that passive income is a great goal to have. But once you have enough passive income to where you have your freedom, what then? Sure. And so that's like chapter one to the book. So chapter two is finding out, finding out what your passionate income is. And that is what you would do for free that you just tack money onto now. So podcasting, I would do for free and I did do for free and now I get paid to do it. So that is what I want to get everyone to and help people realize is like, what does, what do they actually want? What are they actually fired up to do and get them to there as fast as possible? Because if you have enough passive income, you're not just going to sit on a beach all day. Sure. Like I've done it. Like I did it for two weeks and you just hung over, man. You don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. That's awesome. And kudos to you for hitting five episodes a week for a year. I, man, I've, I've been doing this for three years and, um, and it is, it's, it's hard to, to, to produce that consistently. And I do it once a week. So you, mm-hmm. you're like five X in me. That's a lot of, it's a lot of scheduling. It's a lot of like content. It's a lot of like reaching out and, and getting folks and, and I've never gotten any type of sponsors or affiliate programs. So that's awesome. So basically like you, let me just follow this process on the, the affiliate stuff. So you, I'm guessing you interviewed people and they're like, Hey, yeah, sign up through, you know, blah, 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 backslash action Academy. And then I'll kick you back, you know, X percentage or whatever. Is that? Yeah. Normally about 15%. And then, and then they saw that so many people were signing up through that. Then I guess they came and sponsored you. Well, flip flops. So people were just joining without me even knowing about it. And so the people reached out to me. So the reason I don't say like the names anymore is because we no longer have a partnership and I've moved on to other ones. But it was just like I was like the guy reached out. It was one of my coaches and before that I that I was paying for it. And he was like, dude, I've had like 10 people sign up. He's like, let's put you as an official affiliate and I'll pay you, you know, like 10 percent if you keep like mentioning me throughout your show. And I was like, absolutely. Let's do it. And that's the best way to make money in podcasting. But that's just one example of how you can use like passionate income to do it. It's just like you can create anything that you want online and in media. But like the goal is take a step back. Like there's a four step framework that people need to use to be able to get from that uh, corporate job that if they're listening to this right now, maybe on the way to work or the way back from work, it's a four-step framework to get from that job to the passionate income that I'm talking about. And so the first step is vivid vision. So sure. that I will preach that from the freaking mountaintops. Uh, Cameron Harold, it's a book, yep. Vivid Vision. He's coming on my show here soon. And he's going to uh, live rip apart my new v- vision for my I company. Saw, I saw you calling him out the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a joke because me and him like are buddies now. Like we, we email back and forth and I was just like, all right, let's, let's do the vision. Let's do the vision, man. Let's go on the show. And uh, so having a vivid vision, which is a detailed look at what you want your life to look like in three years or your business. So this could be like, what does your real estate portfolio look like? What kind of cash flow is coming in? Uh, what type of life has this allowed you to live? Like, what does a day look like for you with, with your passivity and with your freedom? How does your relationship with your family? Where are you living? What does that look like? So I wrote all that out and I was able to make that become reality. 
So that's step one. Step two is getting your financial foundation set, which is what all the stuff that you talk about on this show and how I, what I talk about on my show. And then that's going to be the real estate, stocks, the cash flow and businesses, just being able to get that fixed expense covered each month as fast as humanly possible. And then the stronger that your financial foundation is, then the higher that you could build a skyscraper on top of that, right? So then you go to the next one, which is your framework. And then this is where you have your finances covered. You have your um, fixed expenses taken care of through your cash flowing real estate. And then now you're spending all your money, time, energy, and effort on relationships, peer groups, and mentorships. So that's where you bring abundance into the fold. This is kind of where you're at, where now all of a sudden you're like, okay, like I want to do the podcast. I want to get with these guys and go abundance. I want to meet and mastermind with all these people. And I want to meet mentors that are where I want to be. At that point, you move to the uh, fourth and final phase, which is now you have your foundation, you have your vision. And now what you're going to do is you're going to build businesses and partnerships that you're super passionate about with people you know, like, and trust that you met along this journey. So that's the four steps to do it. And so that's what I do. And that's what I teach other people to do. Pretty that's easy. Awesome. It's right there for free. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. It's a, it's such a different, uh, you know, the lifestyle that you've adapted is, is so not what we've like grew up accustomed to, or we're exposed to, you know, being no. fed through the meat grinder, you know what I mean? Coming up. Oh yeah. You know, we'd be like, Hey, you got to go to school. You got to stay at this corporate job. You, you know, you get there until you're 68 and, uh, and retire and they'll give you a gold watch. Um, it's a, it's such a mindset shift and it's so great to see, you know, you're just a perfect example. I think a lot of people are out there realizing this, realize, you know, a lot of younger people are realizing like, you know, we don't, we don't have to necessarily stay put. We don't have to necessarily like serve this corporate monster and just kind of hope they don't, you know, cut our heads off it. You know what I mean? At the end of the quarterly earning report. Yep. So uh, that's awesome. What, um what are you, what are you doing these days in the real estate sector? So are you, are you, are you still buying single family houses from house hacking or, or have you, you kind of branched out into any other type of. So right now there, so there's a couple of different, there's a couple of different ways to like think about it. So for me right now, um, you have to keep the one thing, the one thing. And I was being good at a lot of things and I wasn't being great at one thing. And that's what I tell people. And it comes to real estate investing too. like pick whichever thing that you want to do, whether that be Airbnb, commercial, triple net lease, multifamily, pick your one thing instead of dipping your toe into all of them, because you're going to be forgettable if you're just good at everything. So for me, I did the single family. That was fun. That was cool. But now I've completely pivoted to this media company. So I've paused on my real estate acquisition for right now. Um, I'm just building a cash position, a war chest right now. And I'm growing this media company to become a cash flow machine so that I can partner with operators here in the future to take down large properties, large deals. Sure. And I'm, I'm aiming to be taking down large triple net lease commercial real estate properties here in the future, probably next year is when I'm going to be ready to do that. So I'm yes. done playing with the single families. I want to move on. It's, it's awesome what you said. I was having this conversation with my marketing director the other day, you know, because we we're talking about like, expanding like if you have all the eyeballs you can pretty much do anything with them right and yeah so, i could raise a couple million dollars right now if i wanted to um i just don't right well something something else that brandon turner told me was like the longer you wait to ask your audience 
the more you can ask when you finally do like the longer you just like produce content and like don't try and sell them a coaching program and don't try and convince them to join your mastermind and don't try and get them to invest with you like the longer you know you hold your load you you know the more you can ask for when you eventually do and the more you'll be able to get from because your your audience will build so it's so funny because like a lot of the content i put out i don't i don't ask for anything i don't sell anything and nope. I had I had a I had a video go viral on TikTok the other day. It was it got like two hundred thousand views or something, and uh, all the comments it was crazy, man. The comments were so crazy, like like this guy's just selling. You know, everybody was along the lines of like I was. It was me at a at a free meetup, like that somebody asked me to go talk to. And yeah, everybody was bashing me like I was just trying to sell my like meetup i'm like dude it was free what are you talking about uh, yeah dude it's uh but it, it's a it's a great concept uh, alex Ramosi talks a lot about it and i completely agree and that was what i did exactly what i did so the concept is if you delay your ask for a year you will never need money ever again because you will build something if you just give value away for free without any ask in return like you're going to be well, set well, if you do like it for the, a decade, then you're going to be set for life. <laughs> yeah, that was like the 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 movie they made about Facebook years ago when they were like, you know, we should some people were like, we should do ad stuff. And then Zuckerberg was like, no, man, it, it, it's still cool. Like, we, we want to grow the thing being cool. Like the second yeah. you bring the ad, the ask in. It's like, oh, this is another guy trying to sell me some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my mental trigger for that and advice for anyone that is listening to this, because the education space is so huge and so untapped um, when it comes to like actual good operators, especially in the real estate market. What I would say is for me personally, I didn't want to do any of this stuff until it got to a point where my demand was so overwhelming that it almost had to be done because I had so many people reaching out, asking me to like coach or asking about advice about leaving their jobs. And then, so finally it got to a point where I was like, once I hit my hundredth episode, I will do something paid. And that's the reasoning behind that was after a hundred hours of interviewing multimillionaire entrepreneurs and a couple billionaires on my show, I was like, that's all free content. And I do five episodes a week. So now I can confidently say, if you go listen to my show, it's going to give you the same level of education, if not more than a four-year ma- than a four-year college degree plus a master's plus an MBA. I was like, once I've got that done and that's out there available for free, then I can do anything I want paid because what are you going to say? You know, you can't say anything anymore because I'm like, okay, cool. What content do you have out there for free? Right. I've got a hundred hours, <laughs> yeah. you know? I've had I've had a couple of people reach out to me about coaching recently and, I, and they wanted to pay me to coach. I told them no, I'm not I mean I, I think coaching's great. I, I, everybody I've interviewed, I've interviewed like you said 160 plus investors, most of them multimillionaires and the overwhelming majority of them like paid somebody, you know what I mean, to yeah. coach them in some in some regard. So, you know, the gu- the gurus get a bad rap, but like realistically, like so many people are getting paid and then just fast tracking it. I was trying to, my, my marketing, we were, I was meeting with my marketing guy earlier today and I've decided like something I want to do in my business, in my single family business 
is go direct to seller because I've never done that before. Nice. So we just always like we 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 bought you know we bird houses, we fixed them up and and rented them or we flipped them, but we always got them from wholesalers because that was just never our thing because we just didn't have time to go knock on doors. And I was I never had time to do it. Like I I had a full time job and then apartment syndication all this other stuff. So like. I just like wasn't going to do it. But now that I have employees, I was like, well, you can do it. Like I'll pay for the the stuff. And he's like over here watching these videos on YouTube and, and just kind of, I'm like, dude, let me like, like just buy you a coaching program or like send you to a conference. Like, like we need to cut the the learning curve. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have That's time. All I don't have time to wait on you to just organically figure it out watching YouTube videos. Like let me yeah. pay for somebody to teach you how to do it. Yeah. Dude, and that's all it is. It's just buying your time back. So it just goes to what value do you place on your time? Because last year I spent $36,000 and change on coaching mastermind and courses. Um, so I just, I know that number off the top of my head because I just finished my taxes fine. <laughs> and my uh, CPA is a freaking wizard. I love her so much. Uh, I literally sent her um, a uh, gift card for her and her family to go out to a steak dinner because nice. she just... Dude, because you know how it is. Like when you have a CPA that is just a baller and you can think it's, okay, hey, send me the receipts for this. Like, I know you did this trip, this trip, this trip. I know you need this deduction. Oh my God, it's the most important person to have on your team. But when it comes to the value of time, uh, that's where the coaching courses and mastermind come in and GoBundance included. That's 10,000 a year for both of us. And, you know, probably a couple thousand dollars per event. I went to two events last year and I'll miss Dallas, but I'll make it to the winter. I'm going to Dallas. Um, I haven't been to one this year. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about Dallas. There's a there's a lot of like a lot of things that I'm really hoping to work out in Dallas, you know, just just like conversations I can't seem to have with people around me, you know, like like where how to pivot in my business and where to go and how to balance it better with family and just all kind of like stuff that I'm really looking forward to, like spending a few days, like deep diving with these guys that have, you know, further along with the same challenges, you know, so I'm really excited about it. The ROI on that is insane. So like we talk about real estate, we talk about invest market, all this stuff, but like a good coach or a good mentor or a mastermind, man, that is freaking it. And for GoBundance, whenever I talk to people, I talk to people about GoBundance all the time. And you can plug any other mastermind that's worth the salt um, in there. You know, there's Vistage, YPO, EO, all these different ones. And each serves a different purpose. But um, I always make the analogy if it's like climbing Mount Everest. uh, Because once you get to a certain point, like to be in GoBundance, you need to be accredited. But once you get to a certain point, like you can go hike like a 14er in Colorado by yourself. That's one of the 14,000 foot mountains. You could do that by yourself probably. And then that's like creating a six figure business, maybe a seven figure business is doing it on your own. You can figure it out more so more or less. But then once it comes time to get past that and get to the bigger stuff, like I want to grow this media company to eight figures uh, within two years. So that's a different question to ask. So you, you are not going to climb Mount Everest by yourself. You're just not, you wouldn't just wing it and say, okay, cool. I'm going to hop on the plane and go do this. First off, you're going to pay $30,000 to even attempt it. That's how much it costs to climb Everest. And then you need two different people to climb it. You need like the guides, like the Sherpas that are going to show you and like lead you and guide you up the mountain and be like, you go to the right, you're going to die. You go to the left, you're going to freeze to death. So they've been up and down the mountain. 
all their lives. So they already know where you're, they're going. They're leading you. And then you also need the person that's strapped up next to you. So that when you try to bitch out and go back down, <laughs> they're like, yo, dude, no, you're strapped up with us. We're 20 deep. Like yeah, we're making it to yeah. the top. So that's the accountability and that's the mentors. So once you put the two together, like you said, like we'll be drinking a beer at the bar. And then all of a sudden the guy there, like maybe your goal is to get to, you know, 10,000 units, 10,000 doors. Guy sitting at the bar there did it 10 years ago. Right. And he'll be like, hey, here's how, how you do it without sacrificing your family, friends, and sanity, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you buy your time back. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you are looking to once, so you're, you're, your immediate, your near future vision is completely surrounding the media company and you want to blow the media company out. And at that point you'll have, I always say the great thing about having as many eyeballs as, as you, you can get is, is that you, you can pivot with the market, right? Like yeah. when I was, when I was talking to my marketing director and giving him like the charge of like, we want to grow all these different social media platforms and these are our metrics. We want to get this many followers and this much engagement and everything. And and he's like, and the end result is to you know drive investors to this the website to raise capital. I'm like, now it is, you know what I mean? But they could outlaw syndication, you know, the 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 SEC could change the laws next year and we mm -hmm. can't do that and we'd have to pivot. You know what I mean? But we have the eyeballs. We can do whatever mm -hmm. we want. Hey, once we have the eye, we could sell them coaching. We could, you know what I mean? Start a mastermind. We we can pivot with the market as the landscape changes, as long as we have the eyeballs, you know? Yeah. And it's more so like a people. It's like, the question is like, who's on board, right? So yeah. you mentioned Brandon Turner before and I'm buddies with him too. And he was on my show as well. Um, so Brandon wasn't like this dynamo mobile home park syndicator guy. Like yeah. that wasn't his cup of tea. That's not his forte. Uh, Brian Murray is, mm. you know, so Brian Murray had done syndications for thousands of apartment units and multifamily. So Brandon had a relationship with Brian and then brought Brian into the fold and then brought all these freaking operational superstars into the fold that have been there, done that, got the t-shirt and they're the backbone of his business and he's the face of it. So he's yeah. the capital side of it. So you need the cat, you need the knowledge, the money or the hustle. And so for him, he's essentially the, the money. And then, yeah. so he's got other people that are the knowledge and the hustle that are part of his deal triangle to make open door capital what it is. And then, so that's what I want to be because for me, it's almost, um, like you have to put your 10,000 hours in to be a master at something. And for me, since I already have momentum here, it makes more sense for me to lean into where my momentum is as opposed to pumping the brakes and then all of a sudden deciding that I want to be a commercial real estate superstar. Why would I do that when I interview five of them a week? Sure. That already have $10 million portfolios that I would that would be happy to invest with me and create something yeah. with me. So what's going to happen is I'm going to build something up to where it's just going to be like so much value that I give to people that by the time it comes time and we'll all know when it is that yeah. I see something, I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to pivot. Just like Brandon mobile home parks, like what the hell, right? <laughs> but then that's his thing. Yeah. And so as soon as I find that thing that I'm going to find that top operator in the country that does it, 
that doesn't have the social media presence because they haven't been podcasting. They haven't been doing TikToks. They've been freaking diving over rent rolls, you know? Right. <laughs> and so I partner with that person. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah, for sure. We ride awesome. off into the sunset. <laughs> That's awesome. So I want to hop to our radio round to help let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Um, just three quick questions. The first one is, what's your favorite book? My favorite book... I mean, Vivid Vision would be an easy answer, but Atomic Habits by James Clear is also freaking awesome. It just applies in so many different ways. So I've never read Atomic Habits. I've I've read a lot of habit books. I I really liked Mm -hmm. uh, Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Atomic Habits, what is it it about? So it's about habits that are atomic, Sterling. (laughs) No, it's, um, I like how he, I like his methodologies around goal setting. Um, David Osborne is a friend of both of ours acquaintance. Sure. That's one of the founders of Go Abundance. Dude's worth north of a hundred million dollars. And he talks about like goal setting and how he breaks it down and chunks it down into actionable habits. So if his goal is to lose 20 pounds in a year, he's not going to track the weight loss. He's going to track how many times did he go to the gym? How many ounces of water did he drink? How many calories did he consume? So the inputs, so what's called lead measures as opposed to lag measures, lag which measures. are the outcomes. Awesome. So that's the that's the topic of the book is talking about a how to break habits that you have that are bad habits, um, how to replace those with good habits and how to stack them to where it becomes unconscious. And then you can move on to the next thing to insert in your life. So an example of this would be the gym for me. I don't have to ever consciously think about going to the gym because it's something that's a habit that's so ingrained in me that now it's just like automatic. And even now that I'm traveling and I've gone to the gym maybe 20 times in the last five months, as opposed to when I usually work out five to six days a week. um, When I go back, I instantly am still craving the gym because it's become my identity. So that's what the book talks about is attaching habits to your identity and how you can stack them and build them to be like accomplishing these massive goals. That's that's the top of the book. Awesome. I'm going to check it out now. Um, what is your favorite quote? Favorite quote. It's a lot of good quotes. I should have given you a heads up. I usually no. You're good. You're up. good. A it's quote a- that a quote that I really like when it comes to business. This is the first thing that came to mind. Is I do, we do, they do, because that's literally how you build eight eight to nine figure wealth. Is just that quote. Um, so you create the business. You do the thing. You do the investing, then you do it together as a team. We do it. And then that's when you teach other people and you help them kind of scale up and then you exit it and then it becomes a self-sufficient operation. And then it's, they do it. So yeah. I do, we do, they do. That's I cool. love I that. that. That is great. Yeah. I love that. What's your favorite thing to do outside of work? Travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah travel, man. Uh, this is, this is awesome. And now like work and, you know, outside of work is kind of blended. Sure. So I do this while I'm traveling. Like I said, I'm recording after this. I've been recording all day uh, content and I'm going to record even more content after this while I'm over here on this island. But, you know, I'm passionate about it. Like this is my thing. This is what brings me fulfillment and achievement. So that's, that's the awesome. goal. So how another, can- another good question though, another good quote was uh, Tony Robbins, where it's like the quality of your life is based on the quality of the quality. questions that you ask. Yeah. That's another good one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
how can our listeners get in touch with you, find out more about you, find your podcast, find your website? Sure. So Action Academy podcast, five episodes a week. Uh, two of them are hour long interviews with seven to 10 figure entrepreneurs like Sterling here, who's going to be on there. Uh, three episodes a week are going to be five to 10 minute, super short, sweet, actionable uh, topics that you can use today. Um, like one of them was talking about a principle that Toyota used to become the manufacturing leader of the world. So five episodes a week, Action Academy podcast. You can find that on all your favorite podcast platforms. Also, you can go to my website, w2toworldtravel.com. And there is a 35-page ebook that kind of talks about everything that we discussed today. Uh, it's just free and it's got a bunch of information in there, nothing to sell you. So you can hop over there, check that out, check out the podcast. That's where I'm at. Awesome. Brian, I really enjoyed it, man. I'm glad we were able to finally connect. I'm I'm bummed that you're not going to Dallas, but I'm sure we'll catch each other at the winter event. Um, Peace Tahoe. Yeah. We have a, uh, is it Tahoe? Well, I'm going to have to check Should that be. out for sure. And if you're, if you're back in town, you know, we have a, we have an asset in Atlanta that I, I go to every once in a while. So I'll definitely hit you up next time I'm heading that way. It's rock and roll. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. And uh, definitely look forward to connecting with you in a couple of weeks on, on your show. Sounds good, brother. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. And stay safe. This episode was brought to you by Crestworth Capital. If you're a busy professional and ready to make passive income from real estate investing, then go to CrestworthCapital.com where you'll be able to download a free copy of our ebook to help you get started today. Until next week, happy investing.